Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. And welcome in, everybody, to Pac-12 Football and Beyond. I am Chris Landry. Good to be with you this Thursday. And sorry for the time change in the mix-up. We had some issues going on. Um, So unexpectedly, we're joining you a little late here. Uh, We also normally uh, at uh, the 5 o'clock spot, we'd be doing SEC Football and Beyond. And we had to move that up a little earlier. So those of you that are joining us want to remind you again um, that you can catch the show in podcast form. So absolutely uh, check that out at uh, signing up for Landry Football Podcast channel. You can also catch it uh, on LandryFootball.com. So we appreciate you joining us. Uh, A reminder again, if you're listening to this in podcast form, you can... Um, uh, listen, uh, watch us do the show live, watch me do the show live as I break down all these uh, games and teams. And we're getting closer and closer to that point where we're going to be able to talk about games. And we'll be doing that as early as next week, as week zero will be uh, just around the corner. But uh, today we're going to, and again, join us in the chat room if you'd like to ask any questions and we'll get to it here. Today, we're going to finish up our team breakdowns. Uh, we've got uh, Arizona, uh, Cal Berkeley, uh, Colorado, and Oregon State, the, the four teams that um, we're going to get to today. And that'll wrap up our entire breakdowns of all the college football teams through all out the different shows. We've got uh, one more round of shows of teams to break down on Tuesday for the NFL, and we're ready to go and off and running. So we appreciate uh, everybody's patience uh, and support here through through all of this. We we uh, really are uh, having a lot of fun with it, and we're going to have a great deal of fun during this football season. <clears throat> so with that said, I want to get right into the Arizona Wildcats and what was a very disappointing tenure, short tenure for Kevin Sumlin, coming off his Texas A&M run and getting a buyout from them and then moving on and uh, getting the Arizona job, which I thought made some sense, thought he would have some success. One of the things that turned out was not a real good fit 
is at the Arizona program, he thought he was going to be able to recruit Texas, and he focused on that and his background in the state of Texas, and that was going to be his plan, and he couldn't recruit it. Uh, uh, obviously, at uh, Arizona, like he did, of, of course, at uh, A&M. And then he lost the state of Arizona to Arizona State, and it really started to compound and become a, a great problem. So in come Jed's fish, uh, Jed uh, Fish, who's uh, been around – uh, a number of stops, an interesting guy, and as he has no football background as a player and really got into coaching as, as someone that was trying to learn the business. He's worked for a number of folks in different odd jobs around football. You know, the Steve Spurriers, he even worked with Nick Saban, and he's a high-energy guy, a PR, you know, fan and media friendly type of guy. And so he's gaining a lot of favor in that regard. The, the reality is he's, he's a little bit more of a delegator and more of a hype guy. And I'm not quite sure how this is going to work out, but I will tell you this, he's off on the right foot in terms of recruiting and talking with all the coaches in the state of Arizona, really focusing on, on making that a priority. And uh, so he's, Winning press conferences and making a lot of friends in that regard. He's going to have to turn over a roster, though, that's just not very good. Um, you know, he's uh, someone that has had, you know, over 20 years, just a big time jumping from one job, I think like 12 jobs in 20 years. So he's not someone that um, – and he's only 44. So he's done a lot of this by – by Ken being very opportunistic, he was always looking to kind of associate with different folks in his jobs. And I don't know how successful he's going to be, but one of the things he can do is sell himself, which he's been able to at least do at this early stage. And he's hired Chuck Cecil and Ricky Hunley and Brendan Carroll, Pete Carroll's son, Don Brown, uh, excellent coordinator from defense coordinator Michigan, BC prior to that. Teddy Bruschi is going to be a special advisor. Um, you know, he's he's really good in the marketing of himself and the marketing of his program. And so I think it's going to be fun to see how well this plays out, at least in that regard, because that's what his strength is. Doesn't have a lot of talent, as I mentioned. Their starting quarterback, Grant Gunnell, transferred to Memphis. Um, they've got Gunnar Cruz, who uh, was last season at Washington State. Will Plummer, who stepped in. The third option is Jordan McLeod over from South Florida. Uh, the offense is going to be different. It's going to be um, work a lot under center, run the football, be quite a bit of a change using Michael Wiley and his explosiveness. The Northwestern transfer, Drake Anderson. Um, I think the receiving core uh, has got a number of guys that I think have a chance to be decent. Stanley Berryhill, Tavian Cunningham, Booby Curry, um, Jamari Joyner have uh, been very productive guys. The offensive line is not awful, but got some work there to do. Um, Don Brown comes in to run the defense, as I mentioned. Um, it's a change from the laid-back, California-type style guys 
it's a defensive line that's got some size with Aaron Blackwell and Trevin Mason and Keon Barnes. Um, the ends, J.B. Brown and Jalen Harris could step up, be pretty good players for them. The linebacker unit has been totally rebuilt. Um, Jerry Roberts, Malik Reed are expected to push for starting jobs. Um, it's going to be very aggressive, very attacking. Don Brown likes to run a lot of blitz looks, and you're going to see uh, a lot of that. I don't know that they're going to win many games. Recruiting was uh, not all that good that first year. Uh, what you will see is a team that's probably not going to win many games. Uh, in fact, very, very few games. I think they're going to finish last in the Pac-12 South. Um, and it's a big-time, complete rebuild, no doubt about that. Uh, it's more of an interesting hire to me. I don't know outside of northern Arizona um, that there's a game that they're likely to win on their schedule. We could be looking at a one-two-win team out of the 130 teams that probably rank them in the 1-5-1-10 range. So not a lot of immediate hopes. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see long range. This is more of someone that has to delegate, is not a great football mind of any sorts, but uh, it's going to be an interesting an interesting hire and see how this will will play out. I want to talk next about the Cal Bears and the job that Justin Wilcox has done. I'd say that along with Utah, this is the best schemed defense in the Pac-12. Uh, they're smart. They're well-positioned. The defense, um, you know, that uh, doesn't do much in terms of exotic looks, but do a really good job uh, with how they attack, where they attack from, the launch points from their pressures. The focal point of what they've tried to do is build around their linebackers. They've taken some undersized guys, but some guys with some length, and they've really built around uh, their linebackers. They emphasize the length, which gives them a lot of versatility for those guys to line up in a stand-up or a down position. They know how to disrupt the passing game with their linebackers um, without giving up much of anything against the run. Offensively, uh, they're moving to more of a pro-style ball control field position um, complement to their defensive identity. Uh, they had the third-best recruiting class in the Pac-12, which is encouraging. Um, if Chase Garber stays healthy at quarterback, this team could surprise. Uh, they're very young, got talented receivers, but they're very young. Uh, if they can help early, they could surprise and beat anybody in their league. It is um, a program that is a little bit under the radar in that how well they play on defense how well they are able to beat people like Oregon. Um, the players that they've had in that they've developed, the the Coney Dang, um, they do a really good job um, with what they have and are building on improving that. They was um, some turnovers, still an overall lack of funds and commitment financially into that program, but it is really a well-coached group. And it's one of the pleasures of doing a show like this is to go into much detail for a program that you don't hear a whole lot about. And another one is going to be Oregon State in a little bit. And some of these programs are really, if you really get into the football nuances of the game, 
I think you'll begin to appreciate what a good job some of these do. Not everybody who's a playoff caliber team is all that matters. But I mentioned Chase Garbers. Um, they just three practices, four practices with their new coordinator, Bill Musgrave, in the spring of 2020. Then a short training camp. Then a, a slim down playbook in the fall. They get an entire um, offseason to prepare to go along with their defense. I think they've got some of the pieces on offense to be pretty good. They returned four starters on the offensive line. Chris Brown, the running back's a pretty good player. Kyoko Crawford, uh, Nikki Regimo are returners at wide out. I hope they're stretched to feel more vertically. Uh, and they've got the incoming freshman, uh, Jay Michael Sturdivant, who picked Cal over Oklahoma and LSU and UCLA. The defense, again, is kind of where their bread's buttered. And, but they believe and are comfortable that they've got room for growth there. They had some good moments. Uh, the defense is ranked no lower than fourth in that Pac-12 for three straight years. And it's just doing it down and out, down in and down out. Anchoring the defense is going to be a linebacker group again. That uh, This year with Cameron Good, um, he averaged two uh, tackles for loss per game in 2020. Dang moves from inside to join Good on the outside. Uh, he's been very, very productive. It's a very good, very versatile defense, as I mentioned, particularly in the front. Uh, they did lose, unfortunately, Brett Johnson, the team's best defensive lineman, to a broken hip in the spring that required surgery. He's going to miss the entire season. The secondary with Elijah Hicks, Josh Drayden, uh, is back for their fifth and sixth seasons. Uh, Florida State transfer Raymond Woody uh, also did a pretty good job for him. Um, they did have some breakdowns in special teams. The only real criticism there in their four-point loss at Oregon State, they had a punt and a kickoff return totaling 185 yards wiped out by penalties before a block punt set up Oregon State's winning touchdown. A week later, they had a fumbled punt, a block field goal, and a block PAT, 11-point swing, and a one-point loss to Stanford. So for as well-coached as they are, getting better play there is going to be pivotal. Um, this was a program that under Sonny Dykes was more air raid-ish, throw the football all over the place. Now the transition is to a defense that can play and an offense that's really trying to figure out their own way. So uh, I think that um, it's an interesting watch here. Um, you've seen – a guy like Bo Baldwin get the Cal Poly job from here. Um, and they bring in a guy like Bill Musgrave, who's going to be more of a pro style guy. So the, their approach is much like we talked about in the Big 12, the Iowa States and the old Kansas State um, approach where we're going to be the anti-Big 12 team. We're going to be – we're going to shorten the game, play defense, and run the football and shorten the game that way. They're doing that in the Pac-12 and uh, and having success doing it. And so uh, I really think it's very clever in their approach, and they're doing a very, very effective job. A reminder again, if you want detailed breakdowns, 
much more detailed breakdowns of each of these programs. You can go to LandryFootball.com, take advantage of our football season offer today. Got any questions, we'll address them here in the mailbag towards the uh, right at the end of the show. And we are going to move on to the Colorado Buffaloes. And uh, very impressive start last year. When you consider the fact that it was a late hire, remember Mel Tucker left very late to go to Michigan State. You have a late hire in a pandemic year, and you have no time to really put things in place. And to start off as impressively as they did was, well, very impressive. But it was a little fool's goal, in my opinion. It's not sustainable. Paul Durrell um, has got experience in the league, and I think he's capable of stabilizing it to some degree. But I'm not sure he can uh, take them to be a consistent upper division Pac-12 South team. The schedule's tougher this year. Um, last year, the 4-0 start was more about their opponent's flaws than their success. But give them credit. They were ready and did what they needed to do. The offense wants to spread you out and then work the running game in. Mel Tucker left, and I'm not sure that Mel Tucker is a guy that I would trust to get it done at Michigan State. But he left Colorado because he didn't think he could win there. And that's telling. I'm not sure that Call Durrell will be able to do it, but it's an experience hire, at least, with Call having the experience at UCLA at his alma mater. Team had no expectations last year. And so the fact that they were able to get off to a good start was impressive. Uh, it was an 0-2 finish, though. Blowout loss to Texas in the Alamo Bowl. Struggled down the stretch. Um, so we'll see where they are against a tougher schedule. Play A&M. They play Minnesota out of conference. In addition to playing some tougher opponents in the league. Because, again, you know, you're talking about very few games last year. They should have some success running the football. Jarek Broussard came out of nowhere in 2020, finished third nationally um, in rushing yards. Pac-12 Offensive Player of the, uh, the Year in Alex Fontenot, um, leading rusher in 2019, is back after a hip injury. As a receiver, um, they've got Dimitri Stanley um, and Levante Chenault, not brother LaVisca. Both had pretty good season. Brendan Rice was explosive at times. Brady Russell missed most of the season. He's going to be a critical piece there. The real question is at quarterback. With Sam Norrie was a pleasant surprise last year. He struggled in the second half of the season. You know, transferred to Oregon State in June. We'll get to them in a second. The favorite to win the job is probably going to be Brendan Lewis, a dual-threat guy who made his debut, debut in the Alamo Bowl. They get J.T. Strout, who's – coming from Tennessee as an, uh, an experienced guy. They finished in the top half of the Pac-12 in scoring um, since joining uh, – excuse me, they haven't finished in the top half of scoring in the Pac-12 since joining the conference in 2011. Strong quarterback play and some changes in the offense might be able to help. They were very vanilla offensively in terms of movement, shifting. Um, they're going to add more tweaks, and they got more time to put it in. This is what call strength is, and he's brought, uh, obviously, um, making some changes with 
an entire offseason is going to be pivotal for them. Despite showing some improvement, um, Tyson Summers, the defensive coordinator, um, they struggled at the end of the year. The game against Texas led to Call making a change there, and he promoted defensive line coach Chris Wilson, longtime NFL and college coach. He's in a coordinator role for the first time since the 2010 to 2011, 2012 Mississippi State. They're going to be a little bit more simplified in terms of their calls and communication responsibilities, but they're going to be more multiple in their looks. They're going to have a lot of versatility. Uh, They've got a healthy Nate Landman who can help them. He's an inside backer who was an All-American candidate before rupturing his Achilles tendon in the regular season finale. Um, Is intriguing talent all over overall in this defense. They've got Carson Wells racked up 16 tackles for losses in only six games. Got Mickey Blackman and Christian Gonzalez. They hit the transfer portal for Robert Barnes at linebacker from Oklahoma. Jack Lamb from Notre Dame. Uh, Blaine Toll from Arkansas, all projected to play some key roles. Um, so, uh, you know, this is um, a massive change in a quick amount of time. It's going to remain to be seen how well they can recruit in a program that, yes, had success, had success for some time. But they've lost a little bit of their identity when they went to the Pac-12. And for their sake, I'm glad they did because they would be in the Big 12. They're having trouble really chipping away with West Coast recruiting. And you lose a little bit of your identity with Texas recruiting, not playing in Texas. And so the key for them long range is to have better commitment inside the program, more financial commitment, and more resources to go out and get better players inside the state of California, the entire West Coast, to come to Colorado in a place that is a very, very nice, very country, but unique atmosphere, mountainous atmosphere. You're going to have to do that, or you're going to have to find that great coach that fits your place that's going to what I call up-coach him, going to do maybe what Utah does. Utah's a better program. They don't go out and get great talent what they do is go out and develop very, very well. So I'm curious to see. I don't think Carl's that type of guy. Carl's going to have to be the great recruiter guy. Uh, to we'll, um, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. I want to get to Oregon State. You know, I think that Jonathan Smith, one of their own, one of their former quarterbacks, came over from Washington from the Chris Peterson coaching tree. And he inherited a big-time mess. The second stint for Gary Anderson was a problem. He's not only stabilized the program, but I think he's put a little bit of a Boise State look to it. I think any talk about, well, he better do a better job or his job is in jeopardy is about as dumb as anything I think I have ever heard in a place that's tough to win. He knows how to recruit the Northwest. He knows how to develop talent. His teams play smart and they do a really good job of overcoming talent gaps in 
certain situations. They're a tough team that you must be prepared for physically and mentally. Offensively, they run the Boise State offense. Lots of personnel groupings, lots of formations, lots of shift motions, lots of play action. They know how to dress up basic concepts and look for favorable matchups. Defensively, they're not as stable on that side conceptually. But they did play a lot of young guys last year, and I think that's going to serve them well. They've got to get to a winning season. But look, this is not a program that's going to have many winning seasons. In order to have a winning season, you got to schedule some wins. You're not going to have a whole lot of wins inside the league. And just living off of where most every game that you play is going to be an upset win is not realistic. It's also not smart. Um, when you look at their schedule, you got Purdue, Hawaii, Idaho. I think there's a chance to go 3-0. and Purdue game is a challenge. There are not many games on their schedule that you look at and you say, that's a win. Arizona's not on their schedule. That hurts. So the schedule is difficult. And I think getting to 500, getting to six wins is something you're going to have to aid with a by three wins in the pre-conference schedule. They've got a balanced offense, as I mentioned. I think they're very well coached there. Uh, the quarterback situation, though, is a little bit in, up in the air. I just mentioned in talking about Colorado that their quarterback transferred, Sam Norrier. You've got the sophomore Chance Nolan. You've got the junior Tristan Gibbia. Uh, you've got Ben Gobertson was um, the freshman's out indefinitely due to the soda injury. So the favorite is uh, Gibbia. And I'm curious to see where this goes. In his four games, he led Oregon State to impressive performances over Cal and Oregon. And um, it's a pro-style quarterback, and they don't push the ball down the field enough with him, and that's a problem. He sat out most of spring ball. Nolan and Gobertson got plenty of action. Nolan's a dual-threat guy. Um, the only significant loss is at running back, where uh, Jamar Jefferson left for the NFL's really good player. Then you've got uh, B.J. Baylor coming back, the transfer uh, Deshaun uh, Fenwick, and the freshman Isaiah Newell. Uh, Baylor's going to get the first crack at, uh, crack at taking over for Jefferson. Um, there are plenty of options at receiver. They're searching for a go-to guy. Uh, Treshawn Harrison, the Florida, uh, Florida State transfer, showed some flashes. They got Trayvon Bradford, McKay Tongue, a Georgia transfer, and a former four-star prospect. Um, Defensively, slow improvement last year was the best of the defenses in the first three seasons, but I think you got to throw out a lot of what they did. Arizona State was the only team to amass more than 500 yards against the Beavers. But Oregon State still ranked near the bottom of the Pac-12 in scoring defense and total defense. They Takeaways is an area they've got to improve upon. They've only forced uh, 30 and 31 games over the past three years. That's the fewest among FBS schools, only behind Connecticut, which didn't play in 2020 in UTEP. Um, they get some inside backers that I think can play in Avery Roberts and Omar Spates. They're a couple of the best tacklers in the conference. They got Jack Coletto, who's a valuable two-way weapon. Um, you've got some depth at outside backer. Um they don't have a lot of playmakers on the defensive line. Simon Sandberg, Jordan Whitley was expected to be a cog up front, but he transferred 
to Michigan in May in the secondary. I like Alex Austin. I like Achille Arnold. I like Jojo Forrest, as well as Jaden Grant, who played uh, in 32 games and started 16. So I, I actually think this program is kind of in that 70 to 75 range nationally. They're never going to recruit all that well. They're probably going to be near the bottom, or if not at the very bottom, uh, inside the league. But they know how to find the right type of guy in the Northwest, and they know uh, how to go about finding the folks that can fit their system, and then they coach them very well. I think those are real keys. Um to building something there. He's one of their own. He understands the culture, understands the program. Um, Building a similar version of a Boise State, um, but having to do it in in a tougher league is a challenge. But I think it's the best way. I don't think you're going to get elite talent there ever. And so I like what they are doing. So, folks, that's a a look at all the team breakdowns. I want to remind you that For all the latest information on news and notes around the Pac-12. And what we're going to be doing here is obviously giving you more news and notes um, starting next week in our show. We do have UCLA uh, playing. Uh, Also, we've got San Jose State, Fresno State out in the region as well uh, playing next week. But UCLA starting um, the season against Hawaii. And then they've got LSU the week after. We're going to be getting into the game breakdowns, and I think you're going to love the show as well as all our conference shows that you can catch everything over at LandryFootball.com. You're going to be able to listen to the shows, download the shows, listen to them right there, and you'll be able to um, also look at the complete, more detailed breakdowns over at LandryFootball.com. Um, we'll keep our news and notes there just quickly. Um, C.J. Verdell has uh, missed practice the last couple of days, the outstanding running back. Um, at Oregon. Uh, we've got that on news and notes. Uh, Jordan McLeod is taking the first team reps at Arizona, as we talked about. Um, UCLA suspended Delon Hurt, their senior wide receiver, due to off-the-field issues. Um, DJ Johnson looks close to be fully healthy, the tight end out at Oregon. and uh, But the receiver, Jalen Red, is a little bit limited, uh, as is County Ingram, the running back at USC, uh, and Calvin Johnson is still not practicing over at Washington State. Uh, big news from Oregon on the recruiting front, uh, getting the four-star wide receiver, Titiara McMillan. We've got the details on that young man. Um, Texas and Penn State and USC, Notre Dame and LSU um, offered the long-framed standout athlete. So you can find out all those details over at LandryFootball.com. Um, each and every day. We appreciate everybody joining us. See that no one uh, had a chance to get into the chat room today, and that's okay. We appreciate you listening. We do invite you that if you want to take part in any of the shows, watch us at twitch.tv slash chrislandryfootball. Join us right there. You can go to landryfootball.com and check the schedule and join us in the chat room there and uh, have at it. Let us know. Ask questions. About your favorite teams, players, coaches, schemes, we've got it all covered for you. And we'll branch out on each of the shows. So if you want to ask something that's non-Pac-12 related on this show, ask it. Uh, we'll get it. Uh, we'll get it done. So 
We really appreciate you joining us. We're excited that we've been able to get all the team previews done for you. In these shows, we've got a more detailed version, as I said, over at LandryFootball.com. So check that out. Um, We hope that you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy week two of NFL preseason. A reminder that we're going to be back on this channel again starting uh, on Monday with the ACC football will be on at 4 p.m. Central and SEC football will be on at 5 p.m. Central. Again, we had to run the SEC football and beyond earlier today. So if you're joining us and you missed that show live, I know some of you did, um, go ahead and catch the podcast version of it. And you want to make sure that you sign up for the Southern Sports Today app um, and um, sign up for the Landry Football Podcast channel, either one. We'll get it to you there. Hey, appreciate you joining us, folks. Have a great evening. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you next week on another edition of Pac-12 Football and Beyond on the Landry Football Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.